This is Dialogue, a podcast from an American mosaic. This podcast is uh, about us, Americans, uh, who we are today. It started as a journey in uh, 2017 to uh, understand uh, who we are and uh, why we're so divided and so polarized, something that started uh, with the 2016 election. I had realized that uh, we really don't know one another as a people, uh, as a country. We uh, live and function uh, in our echo chambers and our silos, and seldom do we uh, really step outside of the silo. Four years later, um, much is the same. We're uh, actually more divided and more polarized, uh, I think, than we were uh, back then. Uh, we've had election. Uh, a lot of uh, politics uh, have, have changed. And uh, we've also uh, been dealing with COVID for uh, a year and three or four months. And many things have changed in the country and our attitudes about things. And uh, going forward, there's so many things that uh, are up for discussion and up for grabs. Uh, One of them uh, certainly is uh, a future, perhaps, of uh, the direction of our country. And uh, we've got so many things tugging at us, social media, politicians, religious leaders, foreign actors. So many things are trying to pull us apart or pit us against one another. I've been uh, listening to some of the past conversations I've had, and uh, I have over a hundred conversations. And uh, when I've talked to people, uh, I don't press them on a uh, political view, or uh, a hard line on anything. I just ask them to talk about uh, their lives, uh, their place, their community, and uh, kind of what's on their mind. And looking back at some of the conversations, I think there's so many things that uh, I've talked with people in the past that are very relevant today. We're all aware of the uh, conversation about uh, inequities and uh, racial uh, injustice. And uh, racism has become a a very large conversation uh, once again in the country. When I was in uh, Detroit, Michigan, shortly before uh, COVID, I had uh, some very good conversations. And uh, I've gone back and I found one that I think is is, uh, excellent conversation uh, with uh, Caprice uh, in uh, downtown Detroit. It's a short conversation, but uh, she talks about some things that uh, I think are are very good and uh, worth a listen. Okay. Why don't you, first thing, why don't you just uh, tell me your name and uh, say where we are. And that's because I just want to identify who you are. Okay. Okay, no problem. My name is Caprice Farner. We're in Steve's Soul Food in downtown Detroit, Michigan. I'm kind of interested in a little history here. Okay, we're kind of in this restaurant, and you uh, you were involved in starting this restaurant. When give me a little background on the restaurant here. Okay, no problem. Well, the actual business started in 1987. Um, was the founding year of the restaurant. Um, the owner, Mr. Stephen Radden, was actually a Detroit police officer who wanted some side money. <laughs> he just wanted some side money and started doing sandwiches, and it grew into the soul food. His aunts and his cousins, they all, his mom came in and started teaching him how to do different kind of dysphoria of soul food from, from the south, from Louisiana, from Alabama, from Mississippi, from the Carolinas, and that's what he put together, and he retired from the Detroit Police Department and became a restaurateur. And from there, we grew to several locations, including this location, which is in downtown Detroit. We opened this location in 1998. 
and we've been here. We got this location when this was a booming area. We had the Trace Soap Company. We had a lot of things going on. Um, but through the changes in the economy and businesses moving, a lot of business left. We were left kind of down here by ourselves for a long time. But we made it work out, and now the area is coming back. We're proud to be part of the renaissance of you know the new area. We have a new river walk going through. We're watching the whole transformation, and with that transformation, we try to bring the new and the old together. Um, as you see in this building, uh, this building was the old Detroit Boat Company, and before that was an apartment building. So this building's about 110 years old, and with that, we all tried to include some of the decor that was original with the building to go with the new of the city at the same time. Um, we have a very wide range of customers, all ages, all races, all types of likes, you know. Uh, we have customers who have been with us since I was here years ago <laughs> when I first started, and they still come. We have new customers every day. So it's one of the best parts of Detroit to me, is being here and meeting all the new people and seeing the change because we're one of the first cities to go through bankruptcy, and that was hard on businesses, especially small businesses. Um, we struggled. We struggled very much, and the new infusion of um, financing, new infusion of new businesses, has given us like a trickle effect where we get new people and getting new things coming in, and it's helping us survive while we're still re rebuilding a beautiful city. It really is. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I see so many really beautiful things, and then uh, and then you see a lot of the uh, the blight. But it seems like it's uh, it's being cleaned up. They're they're tearing down some of the uh, some of the stuff that needs to be torn down, I guess, mm -hmm. or it's falling down. Uh, yeah, it's falling down. It's a slow process because I think we have more dilapidation than we have the funds to get through it, but we're working on it, and that's what makes it a great thing because everyone tries to work together for the most part. Um, the city seems to want to help those, you know, help people become homeowners, want to help individuals obtain employment so they become homeowners that gives it a tax base. So there's a lot of changes, and I know a lot of people are looking at us because of what we went through and where we've been, who we were, what we went through, and where we're going to go. So there is a lot, you know, still a lot, a long way to go, but we're far, far from where we were. And that's the beautiful part about Detroit right now. What do you think about what's going on? Uh, I have to ask, because I ask everybody about what's going on in the country today, how divided we are and how polarized in the us versus them. And, uh, you know, just some of the, the politics of today just uh, are things that we, I can't remember in my lifetime anything quite like it. Um, what, what are your thoughts about what's going on today? Well, you know, Detroit is one of those cities had, where we had a very big divide. It's called the Eight Mile Divide. Us were on this side of Eight Mile, and them was on that side of Eight Mile. So it's kind of, the country is kind of reflecting what I grew up in. I grew up in a neighborhood on the west side of Detroit where it was literally a divide on retirement. We lived on this side, they lived on that side. But they was whomever, whether they was the Europeans or um, Middle Easterns, it was they on this side. And the country is kind of reflective to me of what I experienced here because Michigan is kind of really uh, divided. Um, and my feeling is, I think through this division, we brought some of the underbelly to the top, and hopefully my grandchildren will live in the life inside of a, live their lives in the country 
that is the true dream of America. Not the idea of the dream, but the true dream of everyone just living together as human beings, surviving and helping one another. Um, be the best you can be. And I'm, while this is a scary time, I'm the mother of all boys, <laughs> you know, and it is scary as a mother, you know, African-American boys, minor in college, and I kind of, you know, still kind of watch them, but you know, the reality is, they scare some people, and I never know when they leave the house. So that is a scary thing, something I never really faced, never thought I would face, my parents did. So. While I know we have to go through this to get better, it's still hard going through it. And I just hope that people see that we're all human beings and that being a human being is more important than being a Republican, a Democrat, an Asian, an Indian, a European, an African, or a Negro, whatever you call whatever your racial identity is. We all bleed red. We all want the best for our families. We all want to live a peaceful life. And that's the most important part that I hope that all this division in the country brings us to. And I talk with my hands. <laughs> People cross oceans, whether voluntary or involuntary, to have the right to do what we, can, what we just throw away. And to me, that's a smack in the face of our democracy. Um, and if you don't vote, then shut up. If you did not vote and did not make a choice, then shut up. And if it's not going the way you want to, then there's other ways you can do it. There's Congress, there's the, you know, state legislators, other ways you can get other things going on where there's other elections. But if you don't vote, what can you really say? Because your, your, your voice was muted when you didn't vote. So I don't understand. You're not meant to be alone. So don't do that. And that also attributes to, you know, when well, you want to be treated equal, so hey, pick up those groceries and go gas up the car yourself, you know, kind of thing. But it, it, is, it is a change in respect level for women as far as who we are as being the daintier. Doesn't mean I'm weak, far from. <laughs> but it's just, you know, the nostalgia. Yeah. You optimistic? Are you optimistic about uh, Detroit? Optimistic about the country? Optimistic about the future? I actually am. That's what keeps me going. I'm being optimistic, looking for the better in almost any situation I come across, even when I see things that are totally that that seem that are unjust. I go, okay, maybe we have to. Like I was saying earlier, we have to go through this to get somewhere. Now, what we do to get there is the important part. So I do remain optimistic about the future. I love my city. I could have moved anywhere when I finished undergrad and I came home. Um, and I believe Detroit is going to go back to being one of the powers. I mean, you know, we used to be the motor city. We start still are the motor city, but I think we're going to regain our international standing eventually. <laughs> Perfect. Anything else you want to add? No, just thank you for the impromptu. I'm like, oh, that's I'm like, this girl is crazy, no. But no, I'm fine. Thank you. It was wonderful talking with you. Good talking to you. I really appreciate the conversation. Okay. Thank you. I'm sure things have uh, changed uh, quite a bit uh, after COVID, but at the same time, uh, there's a spirit there in Detroit, and uh, there's a spirit that uh, Caprice has. And uh, she's a survivor, and they're survivors. So uh, I imagine that uh, they will prosper. That's it for uh, this uh, episode of Dialogue from an American Mosaic. 
Thank you very much for listening, and uh, please subscribe if you can. Also, you'll find uh, some very interesting conversations uh, going back to uh, starting with uh, episode uh, number one on this podcast series.